Yo, what's good? We are back with another episode. This is episode 17. Thank you for joining me. This message is going to bless you because it is blessing me. It's a word that my heart definitely needed. And the word is to believe again. In life, we go through a lot of challenging situations. We go through a lot of heartbreak and pain. We go through a lot of misunderstandings. And a lot of times our belief gets challenged in that. Our faith gets challenged in that. And I just feel God saying, believe again. You might not have understood why it happened that way, but believe again. You might not understand what I'm doing with you, but believe again. Man, God is good, and he has a word for us today. The word of God is an eternal truth. You can seek him and his word every single day and get something powerful. And I just thank you for joining me with this podcast. I'm learning while you're learning. This is simply for community. I'm learning every single day how to be better, how to go after God more, how to serve him. And we get to do it together. So that's awesome. So let's pray and let's get right into this episode and let me know what you think. I appreciate all of you reaching out. I thank you so much for your feedback and I thank you so much for sharing with people. Continue to share with people who you think this will impact. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this podcast, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for your love for us. I thank you for your mighty plan, Lord. You have a plan worked out and it is settled in heaven, Lord. You are perfect in all of your ways and we acknowledge you in that right now, Lord. I thank you, God, that today we are going to gain new perspective. I thank you, Lord, that today we are going to leave this podcast better than when we came. I thank you, Lord, that you desire to touch us, Lord, that you want to touch our hearts. So, Father, we just open ourselves up to you and we posture ourselves in that way so that we can receive from you today. In Jesus' name, have your way, Lord. Heal the brokenhearted. Calm the ones with anxiety, Lord. Free the ones with depression, Jesus. And help the ones who are lost right now. We know that you're faithful. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's get right into this. Let me know what you think and I'll see you in there. Okay, enjoy. Can you remember a time where you felt failed? A time where somebody didn't come through for you? A time where you feel God didn't come through for you? Can you remember a time where you felt like you were believing for nothing? I've been there, and I think we all have. It's hard when you're believing for something and you don't see it happening. It's even harder when you're believing for something and you feel like nothing's happening. And I feel like sometimes God calls us to things and we don't see any activity. And when we don't feel him or know what's going on, we get disappointed and we get discouraged. There's a lot of times where we walk around hurt and disappointed by God. You see, we're stuck in the moment. We're stuck in the current feeling. We're stuck in the hurt. We're stuck in the pain. We're stuck in the trials and the hardships. We're stuck in the challenges. And so we can't actually see what it's producing in us when we're going through it. But God is perfect in all of his ways and everything that we walk through, he can use for good. It says in Romans 8:28. God works all things together for good for those who love him and for those who are called according to his purpose. And so in this we have a guarantee that no matter what you go through, no matter how hard, no matter how different, no matter how challenging, God can work it together for good. God can use your mess and he can turn it into something beautiful. God can use the chaos that you're experiencing and turn it into a powerful testimony. You see, God is not limited and there's a lot that we don't know about God. And so sometimes our perspective of him becomes limited because of how much we've experienced of him. With God, there's so much to experience and it would truly take eternity to try and come to understand who he is in its fullness. 
All we have is our day-by-day walk with Him, getting to know Him, learning from Him, understanding why He says certain things are right and certain things are wrong, understanding how His mind works, understanding the perfection and the precision behind His creation. All we have is our day-by-day walk, our day-by-day check-ins, our day-by-day growing and getting to know Him and getting to know ourselves more. All we have is our daily walk with Him. There's so much of Him to experience. I think it's arguable that we can experience as much of Him as we press in for. Jesus tells us to ask and to seek and to knock. We're displayed the beautiful picture of intimacy all throughout the Bible, of how God desires to have connection and relationship with us. And so I ask you and I ask myself, why don't we spend as much time with God as we should? What holds us back from pressing in more? What holds us back from seeking Him over our own hearts? What holds us back from asking and seeking Him over what we desire? What holds us back from seeking Him more? Do we really believe that God is who He says He is? Do we really believe that God is as good as He says He is? Do we really believe that God cares for us? Do we really believe that God is faithful? I think in life, an area that is attacked the most is our belief. Not even your faith necessarily, but your belief. Not your faith on what can happen, but your belief on if it will happen. It's belief. And what I feel the Lord shared with my heart is belief is a reflection. Your belief is a reflection of something that you know to be true. When you turn your keys in your car, you believe because you've been there before and you've done it before that your car will turn on. When you turn on your faucet, you believe that water will come out of it because that's the reason you're turning it on, because you've been there before. And with our relationship with God, I believe that our belief gets challenged so much and it slowly decays in a way that we don't even realize. So you might still believe God can do this and God can do that because you have faith, because you know that God is big and he is mighty and he is powerful, but do you believe that he will do it for you? Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen. Faith is a hope. Faith is an expectation. And with belief, there's a level of sureness and reflection and meditation involved in your belief. It's something that you know to be true. And as we ask God for things all throughout our lives, and as we go in and out of different situations, I believe that the enemy tries to pick away at our belief so that we will day by day start to think that God is not who he says he is. So that we will stop believing if God will really do it. And so that we will stop having faith for what God can do. In this season, the enemy wants to kill your faith, and he's starting with your belief. You're not going to spend as much time with God if you don't believe he is who he says he is. But when you believe that he's the source, when you believe that Jesus is the name above all names, when you believe that God is all-powerful, when you believe that you can cast all your anxieties on the Lord because he cares for you, when you believe that the Lord is the stronghold of your life, that he is your defense tower, that you can take refuge in him, you run to him differently. When you believe that you can keep calm for the Lord himself will fight for you, you rest in him differently. When you believe that with Jesus the yoke is easy and the burden is light, you partner up with him differently. Your current walk is a display of your belief. You will walk in more faith and more power the deeper your belief runs. You won't ask God for miracles. You won't ask God to show up and heal. You won't ask God to show up and show out. You won't ask God for certain things if you don't even believe that he is who he says he is. If you don't even believe that he is faithful and that he is loving and that he is caring and that he is a protector and that he is a healer and that he is a provider, you won't even ask God for certain things. Your faith is fueled by your belief. 
And so often we talk about have faith, but how can you have faith if you don't even believe in the source that the faith is asking from? You see, God might not do things the way you want it, and that's okay. We have to be okay with that. God's not a genie who just works for us and gives us whatever we want whenever we want it. God is a perfect being, all-powerful, almighty. He's the beginning and the end, the alpha and the omega. He has always been. He is eternal. He is righteous. He has perfect judgment. He has a perfect understanding of everything that we experience in this world because he created it from scratch. God has a heart. God has a mind. And he created us in his image. There are things to be understood about God. And there's so much to understand about him just by simply looking at his creation. So how can we get mad at God when he doesn't do things the way we want him to do it? How can we get mad at God when his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts? When God is perfect, we should try to understand why certain things happen. We should try to understand why it is that God did something a certain way. It says to humble yourself before the Lord and he will lift you up. And I believe that this can apply in wisdom. If you will humble yourself before the Lord, he will lift you up. He will teach you. He will help you to understand. He will help your mind and your perspective to grow. And he will show you who he truly is. We have to have patience with God. We have to seek God. And that's where we find wisdom and understanding. And that's when your belief runs deeper. The times where I wake up and I make God my first priority and I will read or I'll write and I'll worship and I'll sing, those days are the days when I feel most powerful because I get to align with the source. I get to spend time with my creator, my heavenly father. I get to understand him more and I get to understand myself more. Those are the days when I feel most powerful and I won't even spend time with him like that if I don't believe that he's worth spending time with. I spend time with him like that when I see him properly, when I see him as good, when I'm reminded of his goodness, when I reflect on how good he's been and how perfect he is, when I see that certain things I didn't understand in the moment, but I look now and I realize every single thing had to happen the exact way that it did because God knows best. That takes humility and that takes time. But I'm telling you, your belief is all you have. You believe in things every single day, subconsciously and consciously. And with God, the attack on our human minds is to believe him less by the day. That's what the enemy wants for you, for you to believe God less and less every single day. I think we all need to simply be reminded of the goodness of God, that we are all here right now for a reason, that you are alive and breathing for a reason. There's certain times in your life that you weren't sure you would even make it through. There's certain episodes of depression and anxiety that you thought your mind would never heal from. There's certain heartbreaks and pains that you thought you would never recover from. There's certain tragedies and accidents that have occurred that you miraculously made it through. I'm telling you, God is good. It might not feel good, but God is good. And if you don't believe God is good, ask him to show you. Say, God, show me how good you've been. Show me what you see that I don't see. Because right now I'm struggling to understand. Show me what you're doing in this season, God, because I don't get it. Ask him, and he is a faithful and loving father. He will come to you, and he will fill your mind with his thoughts. He will show you his heart for you, and he will show you how he has been there the whole time, orchestrating every single thing that you've been experiencing. He will show you that when the enemy attacked you and brought certain pains into your life, it broke his heart too, because he cares for you. The Lord counts every single tear you've ever dropped. He knows the exact numbers of hair on your head and his thoughts for you are as numerous as sand. This is the God that we serve. And when he saw the corruption of us humans, he sent his son Jesus to live perfectly as a man and die for all of our sin. 
taking on the punishment of death because the wages of sin is death. We all deserve death because of our sin, but Jesus took that punishment so that we can be made right with our Creator. That is the love and the goodness of God. Whatever you've been through, I just want you to know that He knows and He cares. Whatever has hurt you, I just want you to know that He knows and He cares. And as your brother, I just want to encourage you to believe again, to seek Him again, to go after Him again, to simply make time for Him again. He is faithful and He will come running. God loves you, Jesus loves you, and I love you. I hope this encouraged you today, and I'm praying for you, and I'm so thankful that you tuned into this message. Let's believe again. Let's believe like we actually serve the creator of the universe. Let's believe like we actually have a God who paid the ultimate sacrifice for us. Let's believe that he still does do miracles, that he still is good, and that he truly does love us because it's true. I'll see you in the next one. Take care.